Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Can we learn to like ourselves? I know we can, and that's what we're going to talk about right here, right now, on Polly Campbell, Simply Said. For listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And today we're going to talk about how to like ourselves better. How do you feel about yourself? It seems like kind of an odd question, but is it one that you've ever given much thought to? I think many of us have, but I think it's often when we are feeling bad about ourselves, when we are comparing ourselves to other people and we're not showing up well enough. What do you think about that? The other day, my daughter came out and she was feeling uh, icky in the outfit she was wearing. I thought she looked adorable, but I'm her mother and she didn't feel like I was cool enough for school. And, And she said something that really got under my skin. She said, I just don't like myself very much today. And I thought that was interesting. And it really kind of shook me because something I've always worked to model has been to appreciate who we are as human beings and as women and to be okay with who we are. But when I started thinking about it, I'd been kind of down on myself lately too and frustrated that I wasn't making fast enough progress on this work project I'm doing and and I weigh more than I had a year ago before and I wasn't speaking to myself kindly. I wasn't beating myself up either, but it just wasn't in that good frame of mind. So her statement, which is normal, research says it's very common for all of us to hit points in our life where we don't feel great about ourselves or we don't like something about ourselves or ourselves. It's not uncommon, but it's also something that we can do differently. And so I'm really thinking about that this week so I can get back in the swing of things on my side and model that behavior and that feeling I want to create for her because she's beautiful. She's awesome. She's smart. She's a great person. I like to hang out with her. And I want to feel that way about myself too. And we all get to do that, right? Because we are all marvelous. Think about what happens every day. I mean, our heart beats without us even thinking about it. We're marvels of the universe. And we need to celebrate that and feel better about ourselves in our own skin. Now, there are lots of ways to do that. And the first one, and the one that I'll keep coming back to all of the time is don't be so hard on yourself. Self-compassion, right? Go easy, be gentle on yourself. It's not uncommon for people to dislike themselves, but often we get trapped in the negative thought patterns. Remember, I talked about that a couple of weeks ago, rumination, where we get locked into this negative mindset about all the bad feelings we have, about all the bad things we've done, the guilt that we feel, and how we've really screwed things up. And that is a pattern we need to stop, right? There might be something you don't like about yourself, something you want to improve, but we do not need to pile on with ongoing negative thought patterns and rumination that really diminish who we are as individuals. 
it's not true, number one. Most of the things we think are not actually true. And we can change and interrupt those patterns so we don't have to go through life with a sense of shame or guilt or regret. Life is too short to have all that on top of us besides. So learning to like ourselves is the antidote to that. But it also starts in reverse where we have to back it up and say, I'm going to stop those negative thoughts right now. You can take a neutral step. You don't have to have an opinion about yourself. If you remember that saying, what was that in Bambi a billion trillion years ago? If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. That old adage, which makes sense, right? But if you can't say anything nice about yourself, don't say anything at all. Cut the voices in your head and knock that negative tone and self-sabotage and comparison out so that you can start rebuilding and and recognizing you for all that you are, which is amazing. Truly. I've, I've met all kinds of people in this life and they've all been exceptional in many ways or interesting or amazing or kind. They all have their things. We all are part of the essence of the universe. Now we got to own that and start living like that. Okay. So how do we do this? Well, and you know how I feel about exercise. I don't love it, but I sure love how it makes me feel. And I'll give you an example. Yesterday I did a circuit. I did strength training and I did some aerobic exercise and tromped around the neighborhood and I was really moving and I felt so strong. And not only did it help my stress, because we know that exercise eases the stress, and that can help us with those negative voices in our head, but I felt so strong. And when I came back after the workout was done, I just felt so good about myself. Felt like I'd done something that was difficult for me, and I did it well, and I'd accomplished something in my day, and I had all those feel-good endorphins running through my, my brain and my body, and I felt like I looked better on the outside too. Now, one workout probably didn't change significantly how I looked, but happiness does change that, right? So if we are in a consistent practice of exercise or eating well or doing things that make us joyful, that are healthy for our bodies and our brains, then that does reflect on the outside. And when we feel good about how we look on the outside, it also makes it easier to make that leap about who we are on the inside. So I think self-care is important. And I'm not just talking physical exercise, though that's part of it for me. I'm talking about reading things that inspire you, hanging out with people you love, being out in nature to ease the stress and to invoke awe, which helps lower our blood pressure and see the goodness in the world. All those things are part of taking care of ourselves. When we nourish ourselves, when we nurture ourselves, we feel better about who we are. We like ourselves more. So start there, right? And along those lines, it always comes back to gratitude on this show for me, but express gratitude for who you are and what you're doing. What's going on in your life? Listen, We are really good. Almost everyone, every woman in particular, but almost everyone I've met is really good at acknowledging their flaws and beating themselves up for mistakes and feeling guilty when they've made a mistake or not done the right thing. We're very good about holding on to that negative energy about our flaws. 
I want us to hold on to the good energy, the gratitude, the amazingness of who we are too. And gratitude can get us there. When we can appreciate who we are, the qualities we bring to our family, the qualities that we bring to the world, then we can like ourselves better. This is more than sitting down and doing a gratitude list about the things you appreciate in your life. That's important too. But what we're talking about today is to go inside and notice the small and big things that are a part of you that you appreciate about yourself every day. Often we take these things for granted. But notice if you can cook a meal for your family because you're a good nurturer. Notice if you get yourself dressed. Notice if you do your workout or you spend an hour doing good work on the job or if you take care of your plants or make your bed. Notice that your eyes look shiny and bright. Notice that you are giving gratitude for yourself and you can be grateful that you are a person who likes themselves and is learning to nourish yourself that way. Listen, when we take a moment to appreciate who we are inside and out and everything we do, a couple of things happen. One is we recognize all that we are capable of. And this builds resilience. This helps us through the ups and downs. But it also adds meaning because we recognize that we are here and we matter and we belong. You bring a lot to this world and we all change the world by the way we walk around on it, right? We're energy. So the way you move through a room changes everything in that room. And usually it's in the best way. Appreciate those things about yourself. Give thanks for those things. How else can we learn to like ourselves? Well, I'm going to give you a few more ideas that I'm thinking about this week when we come back right after this short break. I'm Polly Campbell Simply Said, part of the best business network of Electricast. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. And we are back on Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy on the best business network of Electricast. And today we're talking about how to like ourselves more, right? We we have this often ongoing commentary in these in our in our minds, these inner voices that are sure to call out when we don't look good or we didn't work out hard enough or we ate too many chips or we made a mistake at work or we barked at a children or whatever it is. Today it's about calling out the goodness that is within. It's all a part of us and we need to notice and be grateful for the essence of who we are, our ability to uh, keep moving, to get dressed, to share our humor with the world, to create art, 
to breathe, to see, to hear, to be part of the world and leave it in a better place just by how we show up, right? Give thanks for that. And those things contribute to how we feel about ourselves. We are often very gentle with our friends and our kids and the people we love. It's time to love ourselves more and go forward into our own lives with that same self-compassion. Part of doing that is identifying our strengths. You know, we talked about expressing gratitude for what, what we're bringing, what we appreciate about ourselves. And it's also important to know what we're good at. You know, I like doing this podcast. I think I'm good at it. I'm going to take that in. I work to be a good mother, to be attentive and present. And I think there are some parts of that that I do really well. I'm a good writer. I laugh a lot. I think I have a good sense of humor. Now, if I look at every one of those things, I've also failed at every one of those things too, right? I'm not looking for perfection, but we all have strengths we bring to the world and it can be very awkward and uncomfortable to think about them and talk about them. And saying that out loud to you was difficult for me. It feels a little egocentric, but we have to know what our strengths are, number one, so we can use them, but also so we can love ourselves for them, so we can appreciate them in ourselves, so that we recognize that we are adding and contributing in a positive way to the world. So identify your strengths. Now, there may be a time and a place to share them with others, be vulnerable and to do that, but the most important thing of all is that you can identify them for yourself because you've got plenty of them. Do you know what they are? Knowing what you're good at, knowing what you bring is part of learning to like yourself better. All right, a couple others before we wind it up today. One is stop the comparison. I talk to my daughter about this all the time because she's on Instagram with her friends all the time. Somebody's always got a better grade, a better car, better makeup, better mom, right? Somebody is always just edging her out and doing something, but rocking her style better than she rocks her style. She told me the other day, stop it. Definitely. We all have things that we add and bring, but Comparing ourselves to someone else, particularly people we don't even know, just diminishes our self-confidence. It's hard to recover from that kind of thing. When I look around, all I do is read and write, you know, and my golf and root the ducks on, you know, those kind of things. But when I look around, there's a billion writers that are better than me right? That's what I see because there's a lot of good stuff on the market. And so how does that help me? I'm a good writer too, right? That's, that's what I'm working for. That's my job. That's what I practice. But looking outside of myself to notice what people are doing better and then to judge them for that, that they are doing their better, or I could never be that good or comparing their sales to mine is not helpful at all. It doesn't make me a better person. It doesn't make me a better writer. In fact, it gets in my way because then that starts the inner voices of rumination that really chip away at our self-confidence. Stop comparing yourself. You do you. Know your strengths and also recognize your flaws because they will not break you. They make you human. 
we can find strengths in our flaws even if you can believe it but notice what those things are and stop looking outside for examples and comparing yourself to other people sure other people can inspire us if somebody's got a good idea or they look good they might inspire me to become more fit myself but I'm not going to compare and say well I can never be like her or I can never be like him right that is counterproductive that is not moving us forward. That is holding us back. So stop it. And I think this extends to the people you're hanging out with. What are your friends like? Who are the people you work with? Who are the people you're spending time with? Do they lift you up? Do they recognize your strengths? Do they support you? Are they compassionate? Are they positive, inspiring people themselves? Listen, it's no secret. Research says we take on the traits of the people we spend our most time with. So I don't want to be around negative people. I don't want to be around people that are dragging me down, that don't have good ideas and that can't laugh at themselves. I want to be around authentic, positive, intelligent people. You know why? Because I'm hoping some of that will rub off on me, right? When you are spending the bulk of your time around people who are critical, who tear you down, who say jokes at your expense, who put you down, who make you feel bad about yourself, then let go of that. We don't have enough time to hang around with people that make us feel bad when there are so many fantastic, amazing people in this world for us to meet, for us to become friends with. Release those that don't support you. Release those who bring you down. Release those who make you worse, who make you feel bad about yourself. Hang out with the people who love you and can express that. Hang out with the people who make you better and you'll feel better, not only about yourself, but about everything else in your life. Good friends, good chosen family members, right? Good partners. They make us better simply by accepting us for whom we are, right? Don't be in a marriage or a friendship where people are always criticizing you and bringing you down. We don't have time for that. And we love ourselves more than that, okay? And always, 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 always be self-compassionate. I was frustrated about something a couple of days ago that I'd done. I'd overlooked a deadline. I rarely do that. I was unorganized. I didn't have it on my list and I felt bad. Um, and I really went down the rabbit hole of all the terrible things I am as a person and all the things I've ever done wrong in my life. You know what I'm talking about, right? You just get in a snit and you're like, I can't do this good either, blah, blah, blah. Finally, I sat back and remembered what we talk about on this show all the time, what I've written about in my book, You Recharge, in my other books, and that is self-compassion. Listen, Research shows that we are not motivated by the old school kind of coach who shouts in our face and throws things at us and smacks us and beats up on us, right, mentally and verbally and, and even in the olden days, hopefully, physically. That is not motivated. Research shows that people who practice self-compassion are actually more motivated because they are less afraid to try again. So when we act compassionately, when we recognize our failings and our flaws and our mistakes and what went wrong, then we also can relax a little bit and say, okay, now I can get in there and fix it. So when I was frustrated the other day about the missed deadline, beating myself up did not help at all. There's nothing I could do about it. It was done. It was over. But when I reverted to my habit of self-compassion and fell back and recognized, okay, 
Well, fortunately, I don't do that very often. I made a mistake. I feel bad about that. And I need to accept responsibility for that and reach out and fix it with the editor. Then I could settle that with myself. I could recognize my humanity and take note of it so I don't repeat the mistake and move on from there. It allowed me to actually get more work done that day after I dealt with that situation rather than getting caught up in my own bad feelings about all the things I've ever done wrong in my life. Self-compassion is the motivator, right? It brings more positivity into life. It makes us be kinder to ourselves. It helps us to be kinder to ourselves and other people. And it helps us actually finish the job in a better way. So we are more productive. It just feels better. Next time you're feeling really low about yourself, next time you're having a hard time loving yourself, then talk to yourself as you would a friend or even write a letter to yourself. The researcher into self-compassion, the renowned researcher, Kristen Neff, says, write a letter to yourself and pull it out when you need to go gently and be kind to yourself and read those things about yourself that you really appreciate. Remember that there's a lot of things you've done right. You're human, so you're bound to make mistakes, but not all the time. You're not a mess up. You're not a screw up. You deserve to be loved by you first. And self-compassion, being gentle with ourselves and kind to ourselves as we would a friend can help us get there. All these things I think are worth thinking about because until we love ourselves, life feels a little dimmer and we can't really be engaged in our relationships and in the world in a way that brings all the positive energy we have and shares it with others. So model this for the people around you, but most importantly for yourself. You are amazing, marvel of the universe. We are made of the same components that make up the stardust. Think about that. We are made of the very same thing that created this universe. Now, let's stand in that and live to be the amazing people that we are and love ourselves for doing so. When we do that, we will all live well, do good, and be happy. Hey, guys. It's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Yeah.